Today is Wednesday, October 13th. We're on day 285 of Bible in a Year with Bill. I'm glad you could join me today. Today we're going to be continuing in the book of Jeremiah. We're going to read chapters 46 to 49. And then we're going to finish off today's reading with Isaiah chapter 26. Let's get right into it with Isaiah, or sorry, with Jeremiah chapter 46. God's messages through the prophet Jeremiah regarding the godless nations. The message to Egypt and the army of Pharaoh Necho, king of Egypt, at the time it was defeated by Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, while camped at Carchemish on the Euphrates River in the fourth year of the reign of Jehoiakim, king of Judah. Present arms, march to the front, harness the horses up in the saddles, battle formation, helmets on, spears sharpened, armor in place. But what's this I see? They're scared out of their wits. They break ranks and run for cover. Their soldiers panic. They run this way and that, stampeding blindly. It's total chaos, total confusion, danger everywhere. God's decree. The swiftest runners won't get away. The strongest soldiers won't escape. In the north country, along the river Euphrates, they'll stagger, stumble, and fall. Who is this? Like the Nile in flood, like its streams torrential. Why, it's Egypt like the Nile in flood, like its streams torrential, saying, I'll take over the world. I'll wipe out cities and peoples. Run, horses, roll, chariots, advance, soldiers from Cush and put with your shields, soldiers from Lud, experts with bow and arrow. But it's not your day. It's the masters, me, God of the angel armies. The day when I have it out with my enemies. The day when sword puts an end to my enemies. When sword exacts vengeance. I, the master, God of the angel armies, will pile them on an altar, a huge sacrifice, in the great north country along the mighty Euphrates. O virgin daughter Egypt, climb into the mountains of Gilead, get healing balm. You will vainly collect medicines, for nothing will be able to cure what ails you. The whole world will hear your anguished cries. Your wails fill the earth as soldier falls against soldier, and they all go down in a heap. The message that God gave to the prophet Jeremiah when Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, was on his way to attack Egypt. Tell Egypt, alert Migdal, post warnings in Noph and Tapanis. Wake up, be prepared, war's coming. Why will your bull god Apis run off? Because God will drive him off. Your ragtag army will fall to pieces. The word is passing through the ranks. Let's get out of here while we still can. Let's head for home and save our skins. When they get home, they'll nickname Pharaoh, Big Talk, Bad Luck. As sure as I am the living God. The king's decree, God of the angel armies is his name. A conqueror is coming, like Tabor, singular among mountains, like Carmel, jutting up from the sea. So pack your bags for exile, you coddled daughters of Egypt, for Memphis will soon be nothing, a vacant lot grown over with weeds. Too bad, Egypt, a beautiful sleek heifer attacked by a horsefly from the north. All her hired soldiers are stationed to defend her, like well-fed calves they are. But when their lives are on the line, they'll run off, cowards every one. When the going gets tough, they'll take the easy way out. Egypt will slither and hiss like a snake as the enemy army comes in force. They will rush in, swinging axes like lumberjacks cutting down trees. They'll level the country, God's decree. Nothing and no one standing for as far as you can see. 
The invaders will be a swarm of locusts, innumerable, past counting. Daughter Egypt will be ravished, raped by vandals from the north. God of the angel armies, the God of Israel, says, Watch out when I visit doom on the god Ammon of Thebes. Egypt and its gods and kings, Pharaoh and those who trust in him. I'll turn them over to those who are out to kill them, to Nebuchadnezzar and his military. Egypt will be set back a thousand years. Eventually people will live there again. God's decree. But you, dear Jacob, my servant, you have nothing to fear. Israel, there's no need to worry. Look up, I'll save you from that far country. I'll get your children out of the land of exile. Things are going to be normal again for Jacob. Safe and secure, smooth sailing. Yes, dear Jacob, my servant, you have nothing to fear. Depend on it. I'm on your side. I'll finish off all the godless nations among which I've scattered you, but I won't finish you off. I have more work left to do on you. I'll punish you, but fairly. No, I'm not finished with you yet. Jeremiah chapter 47 God's message to the prophet Jeremiah regarding the Philistines just before Pharaoh attacked Gaza. This is what God says. Look out, water will rise in the north country, swelling like a river in flood. The torrent will flood the land, washing away city and citizen. Men and women will scream in terror, wails from every door and window. As the thunder from the hooves of the horses will be heard, the clatter of chariots, the banging of wheels. Fathers, paralyzed by fear, won't even grab up their babies because it will be doomsday for the Philistines, one and all. No hope of help for Tyre and Sidon. God will finish off the Philistines, what's left of those from the island of Crete. Gaza will be shaved bald as an egg, Ashkelon struck dumb as a post. You're on your last legs. How long will you keep flailing? O oh, sword of God, how long will you keep this up? Return to your scabbard. Haven't you had enough? Can't you call it quits? But how can it quit when I, God, command the action? I've ordered it to cut down Ashkelon and the seacoast. Jeremiah chapter 48 The message on Moab from God of the angel armies, the God of Israel. Doom to Nebo, level to the ground. Kiriathayim, demeaned and defeated. The mighty fortress reduced to a molehill. Moab's glory, dust and ashes. Conspirators plot Heshbon's doom. Come, let's wipe Moab off the map. Dung-faced diamond will loudly lament as killing follows killing. Listen, a cry out of Horonaim. Disaster, doom and more doom. Moab will be shattered. Her cries will be heard clear down in Zoar, up the ascent of Luhith, climbers weep, and down the descent from Horonaim, cries of loss and devastation. Oh, run for your lives, get out while you can. Survive by your wits in the wild. You trusted in thick walls and big money, yes? But it won't help you now. Your big god Chemosh will be hauled off, his priests and managers with him. A wrecker will wreck every city. Not a city will survive. The valley fields will be ruined. The plateau pastures destroyed, just as I told you. Cover the land of Moab with salt. Make sure nothing ever grows here again. Her towns will all be ghost towns. Nobody will ever live here again. Sloppy work in God's name is cursed, and cursed all half-hearted use of the sword. 
Moab has always taken it easy, lazy as a dog in the sun, never had to work for a living, never faced any trouble, never had to grow up, never once worked up a sweat. But those days are a thing of the past. I'll put him to work at hard labor. That will wake him up to the world of hard knocks. That will smash his illusions. Moab will be as ashamed of God Chemosh as Israel was ashamed of her Bethel calf gods, the calf gods she thought were so great. For how long do you think you'll be saying, we're tough, we can beat anyone anywhere? The destruction of Moab has already begun. Her choice young soldiers are lying dead right now. The king's decree, his full name, God of the angel armies. Yes, Moab's doom is on countdown, disaster targeted and launched. Weep for Moab, friends and neighbors, who all who know how famous he's been. Lament, his mighty scepter snapped in two like a toothpick, that magnificent royal staff. Come down from your high horse, pampered beauty of Debon, sit in dog dung. The destroyer of Moab will come against you. He'll wreck your safe, secure houses. Stand on the roadside, pampered woman of Aurora. Interview the refugees who are running away. Ask them what's happened and why. Moab will be an embarrassing memory, nothing left of the place. Wail and weep your eyes out. Tell the bad news along the Arnon River. Tell the world that Moab is no more. My judgment will come to the plateau cities on Holon, Jasa, and Mephath, on Debon, Nebo, and Beth Diblathiam, on Kiriathiam, Beth Gamul, and Beth Mion, on Kirioth, Bozrah, and all the cities of Moab, far and near. Moab's link to power is severed. Moab's arm is broken. God's decree. Turn Moab into a drunken sot, drunk on the wine of my wrath, a dung-faced drunk filling the country with vomit. Moab a, fa a falling, down drunk, a joke in bad taste. Wasn't it you, Moab, who made crude jokes over Israel? And when they were caught in bad company, didn't you cluck and gossip and snicker? Leave town, leave, look for a home in the cliffs, you who grow up in Moab. Try living like a dove who nests high in the river gorge. We've all heard of Moab's pride, that legendary pride, the strutting, bullying, puffed-up pride, the insufferable arrogance. I know, God's decree, his rooster-crowing pride, the inflated claims, the sheer nothingness of Moab. But I will weep for Moab. Yes, I will mourn for the people of Moab. I will even mourn for the people of Kir Harris. I'll weep for the grapevines of Sibma and join Jazer in her weeping. Grapevines that once reached the Dead Sea with tendrils as far as Jazer. Your summer fruit and your bursting grapes will be looted by brutal plunderers. Lush Moab stripped of song and laughter. And yes, I'll shut down the wine presses, stop all the shouts and hurrahs of harvest. Heshbon and Eliala will cry out, and the people in Jahaz will hear the cries. They will hear them all the way from Zoar to Horonayim and Eglashelishia. Even the waters of Nimrim will be dried up. I will put a stop in Moab, God's decree, to all hiking to the high places to offer burnt sacrifices to the gods. My heart moans for Moab, for the men of Kir like soft flute sounds carried by the wind. They've lost it all. They've got nothing. Everywhere you look are signs of mourning, heads shaved, beards cut, hands scratched and bleeding, clothes ripped and torn. In every house in Moab, there will be a loud lamentation. On every street in Moab, loud lamentation. 
as with a pottery jug that no one wants, I'll smash Moab to bits. God's decree. Moab ruined, Moab shamed and ashamed to be seen. Moab, a cruel joke, the stark horror of Moab. God's verdict on Moab, indeed. Look, an eagle is about to swoop down and spread its wings over Moab. The towns will be captured, the fortress is taken. Brave warriors will double up in pain, helpless to fight, like a woman giving birth to a baby. There will be nothing left of Moab, nothing at all, because of his defiant arrogance against me. Terror and pit and trap are what you have facing you, Moab. God's decree. A man running in terror will fall into a trap. A man climbing out of a pit will be caught in a trap. This is my agenda for Moab on doomsday. God's decree. On the outskirts of Heshbon, refugees will pull up short, worn out. Fire will flame high from Heshbon, a firestorm raging from the capital of Sihon's kingdom. It will burn off Moab's eyebrows, will scorch the skull of the braggarts. That's all for you, Moab. You worshippers of Chemosh will be finished off. Your sons will be trucked off to prison camps. Your daughters will be herded into exile. But yet there's a day that's coming when I'll put things right in Moab. For now, that's the judgment on Moab. Jeremiah chapter 49 God's message on the Ammonites. Doesn't Israel have any children, no one to step into her inheritance? So why is the god Milcom taking over Gad's land, his followers moving into its towns? But not for long. The time's coming, God's decree, when I'll fill the ears of Rabbah, Ammon's biggest city, with battle cries. She'll end up a pile of rubble, all her towns burned to the ground. Then Israel will kick out the invaders. I, God, say so, and it will be so. Wail, Heshbon, Ai is in ruins. Villages of, villages of Rabbah, wring your hands. Dress in mourning, weep buckets of tears. Go into hysterics, run around in circles. Your god Milcom will be hauled off to exile, and all his priests and managers write with him. Why do you brag of your once famous strength? You're a broken down has-been, a cast-off who fondles his trophies and dreams of glory days and vainly thinks no one can lay a hand on me. Well, think again. I'll face you with terror from all sides. Word of the Master, God of the Angel Armies. You'll be stampeded headlong with no one to round up the runaways. Still, the time will come when I will make things right with Ammon, God's decree. The message of God of the Angel Armies on Edom. Is there nobody wise left in famous Taman? No one with a sense of reality? Has their wisdom gone wormy and rotten? Run for your lives. Get out while you can. Find a good place to hide. You who live in Dedan, I'm bringing doom to Esau. It's time to settle accounts. When harvesters work your fields, don't they leave gleanings? When burglars break into your house, don't they take only what they want? But I'll strip Esau clean. I'll search out every nook and cranny. I'll destroy everything connected with him, children and relatives and neighbors. There'll be no one left who will be able to say, I'll take care of your orphans. Your, window, your widows can depend on me. Indeed, God says, I tell you, if there are people who have to drink the cup of God's wrath, even though they don't deserve it, why would you think you'd get off? You won't get off. You'll drink it. Oh, yes, you'll drink every drop. And as for Basra, your capital, I swear by all that I am, 
God's decree, that that city will end up a pile of charred ruins, a stinking garbage dump, an obscenity, and all her daughter cities with her. I've just heard the latest from God. He sent an envoy to the nations. Muster your troops and attack Edom. Present arms. Go to war. Ah, Edom, I'm dropping you to last place among nations. The bottom of the heap kicked around. You think you're so great, strutting across the stage of history, living high in the impregnable rocks, acting like king of the mountain. You think you're above it all, don't you? Like an eagle in its eyrie. Well, you're headed for a fall. I'll bring you crashing to the ground, God's decree. Edom will end up trash, stinking, despicable trash, a wonder in, of the world in reverse. She'll join Sodom and Gomorrah and their neighbors in the sewers of history. God says so. No one will live there. No mortal soul move in there. Watch this. Like a lion coming up from a, the thick jungle of the Jordan looking for prey in the mountain pastures, I will come upon Edom and pounce. I'll take my pick of the flock, and who's to stop me? The shepherds of Edom are helpless before me. So, listen to this plan that God has worked out against Edom, the blueprint of what he's prepared for those who live in Timan. Believe it or not, the young, the vulnerable, mere lambs and kids will be dragged off. Believe it or not, the flock, in shock, helpless to help, will watch it happen. The very earth will shudder because of their cries, cries of anguish heard at the distant Red Sea. Look, an eagle soars, swoops down, spreads its wings over Basra. Brave warriors will double up in pain, helpless to fight, like a woman giving birth to a baby. The message on Damascus. Hamath and Arpad will be in shock when they hear the bad news. Their hearts will melt in fear as they pace back and forth in worry. The blood will drain from the face of Damascus as she turns to flee. Hysterical, she'll fall to pieces, disabled like a woman in childbirth. And now how lonely, bereft, abandoned, the once famous city, the once happy city. Her bright young men dead in the streets, her brave warriors silent as death. On that day, decree of God of the angel armies, I'll start a fire at the wall of Damascus that will burn down all of Ben-Hadad's forts. The message on Kedar and the sheikdoms of Hazor who were attacked by Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. This is God's message. On your feet, attack Kedar. Plunder the Bedouin nomads from the east. Grab their blankets and pots and pans. Steal their camels. Traumatize them, shouting, Terror, death, doom, danger everywhere. Oh, run for your lives, you nomads from Hazor. God's decree. Find a safe place to hide. Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, has plans to wipe you out, to go after you with a vengeance. After them, he says, go after these relaxed nomads who live free and easy in the desert, who live in the open with no doors to lock, who live off by themselves. Their camels are there for the taking, their herds and flocks easy picking. I'll scatter them to the four winds, these defenseless nomads on the fringes of the desert. I'll bring terror from every direction. They won't know what hit them. God's decree. Jackals will take over the camps of Hazor, camps abandoned to wind and sand. No one will live there. No mortal soul move in there. God's message to the prophet Jeremiah on Elam at the outset of the reign of Zedekiah, king of Judah. This is what God of the angel army says. Watch this. I'll break Elam's bow, her weapon of choice, across my knee. 
Then I'll let four winds loose on Elam, winds from the four corners of the earth. I'll blow them away in all directions, landing homeless Elamites in every country on earth. They'll live in constant fear and terror among enemies who want to kill them. I'll bring doom on them, my anger-fueled doom. I'll set murderous hounds on their heels until there's nothing left of them. And then I'll set up my throne in Elam, having thrown out the king and his henchmen. But the time will come when I make everything right for Elam again. God's decree. And now, let's finish off today's reading with Isaiah, chapter 26. At that time, this song will be sung in the country of Judah. We have a strong city, salvation city, built and fortified with salvation. Throw wide the gates so good and true people can enter. People with their minds set on you, you keep completely whole, steady on their feet, because they keep at it and don't quit. Depend on God and keep at it, because in the Lord God you have a sure thing. Those who lived high and mighty, he knocked off their high horse. He used the city built on the hill as fill for the marshes. All the exploited and outcast peoples build their lives on the reclaimed land. The path of right living people is level. The leveler evens the road for the right living. We're in no hurry, God. We're content to linger in the path signposted with your decisions. Who you are and what you've done are all we'll ever want. Through the night my soul longs for you. Deep from within me, my spirit reaches out to you. When your decisions are on public display, everyone learns how to live right. If the wicked are shown grace, they don't seem to get it. In the land of right living, they persist in wrong living, blind to the splendor of God. You hold your hand up high, God, but they don't see it. Open their eyes to what you do to see your zealous love for your people. Shame them. Light a fire under them. Get the attention of these enemies of yours. God, order a peaceful and whole life for us because everything we've done, you've done for us. O oh God, our God, we've had other masters rule us, but you're the only master we've ever known. The dead don't talk. Ghosts don't walk. Because you've said enough, that's all for you, and wiped them off the books. But the living you make larger than life. You, the more life you give, the more glory you display and stretch the borders to accommodate more living. Oh God, they begged you for help when they were in trouble, when your discipline was so heavy they could barely whisper a prayer. Like a woman having a baby, writhing in distress, screaming her pain as the baby is being born. That's how we were because of you, oh God. We were pregnant full term. We writhed in labor but bore no baby. We gave birth to wind. Nothing came out of our labor. We produced nothing living. We couldn't save the world. But friends, your dead will live. Your corpses will get to their feet. All you dead and buried, wake up, sing. Your dew is morning dew, catching the first rays of sun, the earth bursting with life, giving birth to the dead. Come, my people, go home and shut yourselves in. Go into seclusion for a while until the punishing wrath is past, because God is sure to come from his place to punish the wrong of the people on earth. Earth itself will point out the bloodstains. It will show where the murdered have been hidden away. And so God, God who holds your hand up high, I pray, Lord, that you would bless 
this reading today. Thank you so much for this reading. And thank you, my friends, for joining me today on day 285 of Bible in a Year with Bill. We are just motoring right through this. Again, I'm asking the question, in the new year, should I read the message again? Or should I go on to a different version? Like I said before, I do have copyright permission to do the New Living Translation in the new year. I'm thinking that's probably the direction I'm going to go, but I could use your input, your opinion. Send me an email, email at bibleinayearwithbill at gmail.com. That's all one word, bibleinayearwithbill at gmail.com. Let me know what you think. Thanks for joining me, and I will see you tomorrow. Take care now.